Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Monarch Ministries podcast. Um, it's a little bit of a, a, a weird episode today. We're going to do the Tools of the Enemy 1.5. Um, the guest I was going to have record with me tonight wasn't able to make it, and so um, I did not have a whole lot of time to to prepare for this, this lesson, but um, we are going to kind of set the stage for the next couple of episodes. We're going to be talking about two different religions in the next couple episodes, and so we want to set the stage and talk about religion as a whole this time, and and kind of discuss from the Bible um, why religion without the relationship with God is is a a tool used by the enemy, and, and how that can be used to to pull people from Christianity. And we'll go more in depth on on a couple specific ones um, in these next couple episodes. So I want to read a few um, verses. Um, from a couple different chapters um, before we get started today, and and we're going to look at those. So Isaiah chapter 1, verse 11. To what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices unto me, saith the Lord? I am full of the burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed beasts, and I delight not in the blood of bullocks or of lambs or of goats. When ye come to appear before me, who hath required this at your hand to tread my courts? Bring no more vain oblations. Incense is an abomination unto me. The new moons and Sabbaths, the calling of assemblies, I cannot away with. It is iniquity, even the solemn meeting. Your new moons and your appointed feasts my soul hateth. They are a trouble unto me. I am weary to bear them. And when you spread forth your hands, I will hide mine eyes from you. Yea, when you make many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. And then Galatians uh, chapter 1. We're going to be reading verses 1 through 10. Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by men, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who hath raised him from the dead, and all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia. Grace be unto you, and peace from the God from God the Father, and from our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world, according to the will of God and our Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you unto the grace of God, into the grace of God, Christ, unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you, and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again. If any man preach any other gospel unto you than ye have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men, or God, or do I seek to please men? If I yet pleased men, I should not be the servant of Christ. So interestingly enough, um, the first time I uh, preached in in my church, um, I believe it was my my tenth grade years. So this was 2017, I believe. Um, long time ago. Yeah, 2017. Um, I used that passage in Galatians, Galatians 1 through 10. And and I, I preached on on the power of faith over the purpose of religion was was what it was called, and I I uh, used the that that passage there, and I kind of went through um, several different religions in, in in the world and and kind of gave a, a quick overview and why when compared to to Christianity they they fall apart. I think we did. Um, we started with atheism, and then I did Catholicism, and then I did more Eastern religions, Hinduism and, and Buddhism. I kind of lumped together, which is, you know, Buddhism kind of fits more with, with atheism, but, um, I mean, it's, it's kind of in between. And so I did those, 
that that message and you know it 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 went it went well um but i found the notes that i that i had written down for that um a few months ago and i was reading over it and you know the i've, I've learned quite a bit about some of those subjects in in the oh i did islam too um that, that was another one i did on that group but uh I, you know, read through that and, and some of the, the notes that I had written there were, um, you know, they, they made me laugh coming, coming in and, and learning some of the things that I knew now, you know, they weren't wrong, but, um, I, I definitely could have expanded on that DI, on those ideas a little more. And so I want to take, um, some of the ideas that, that we put forward and I want to focus more today on why religion falls apart. Um, when, when coming up against faith, when coming up against Christianity, then the religion themselves, and then these next two episodes coming forward, these next two tools of the enemy episodes, when we go over, um, we'll do atheism next week, and then uh, Catholicism the week after, if everything goes well. Um, but why these religions fall apart? Um, when 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 placed against Christianity, um, from a from a biblical standpoint. And um, as we do that, you know, as, as we talk about that today, um, want to really push in the idea that Christianity is is first and foremost the relationship we have with with Christ. It's it's first and foremost the the sacrifice that He gave to us and the love that that He shows to us through his sacrifice to us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life, that everlasting life is with God. God loved the world and he wants us to have everlasting life with him and that is the basis for what we believe. That's Christianity. That's what separates us from, from the religions of this world and that was, that's what makes us um, so unique is because it's not anything that we do. It's not any works that we do. It's not any actions that we take. It's not any baptism that we do. It's not a confession. Um, it's not, you know, any penance that we pay. It's God loved us enough to save us from our sin, and he wants to have a relationship with us, and he wants us to choose that relationship um, so that it can be pure and perfect as he intended from, from the very beginning. And so, first and foremost, we we definitely want to um, you know continue to to build upon that idea of what what our faith is. Ephesians two eight and nine and ten say, for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves; it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. So very clearly, we we get saved. We we um, begin that relationship with God first. And, and that relationship is the catalyst. That relationship builds, um, you know, brings us the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes and dwells in us. And the Holy Spirit convicts us unto good works. Those works are a product of our faith. And so because the works are a product of our faith and not something that, that we um, need in order to have faith, not something that, that show forth what our faith is, but something that um, is a product of what we believe, then because of that we, we we can't work for our own salvation. It's 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 not of works so that any man should boast. We 
do it through the through the grace and that that God gives to us through the faith that God gives to us through the Holy Spirit that dwells in us. And so, um, going back to that passage in in Isaiah, Isaiah chapter one, um, I want to look at how how religion tends to promote um, ritual over over relationship. Verse eleven: To what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices unto me? Saith the Lord, I am full of the burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed beasts, and I delight not in the blood of bullocks or of lambs or of he goats. If you look at the religions today, um, and what well, let's take let's take Islam for example, because that's what just popped in my mind um, as I'm talking here. You know, they're part of their um, creed, part of their beliefs is is they have to take that that trip to Mecca at least once in their lives, and they have to make a pilgrimage to Mecca, um, and and that's part of their religion. That's part of what what they believe. It's it's important to them to make a pilgrimage to Mecca. Um, now they believe in in a singular, all powerful God, and is is a singular, all powerful God contained to to one location on Earth that in their their ritual they have to to go to that location on earth um where where god is has been contained and 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 encaged to to maintain their faith um or what about you know catholicism do i have to um be baptized does does god not save me if i'm not baptized does god not save me if i don't confess my sins to a priest does god not save me if i don't say however many hail marys does god not save me if i do good works um does god not save me if i don't pray to this and that saint on this and that day of the year um you know all these these different religions that we have today have these different rituals that are that are so important and so necessary for their faith well whereas in in christianity and biblical new testament christianity that that we have today that we follow today um that has been ordained for us by by christ jesus we don't have rituals that determine our faith but rather our faith determines the actions that we take we get saved we establish that relationship with christ and then we get baptized and then all these things are added unto us and then we are as workmanship created in christ jesus unto good works but in in the world of, of religion um, that is promoted by the world that is not um, biblical, that is not from Christ Jesus, that is the enemy of Christianity, the the rituals are are necessary for the relationship. Whereas in in Christianity, the relationship, if it's not there, um, then the rituals are an abomination to God. It says here. Bring no more vain oblations. Incense is an abomination unto me. The new moons and Sabbaths, the calling of assemblies, I cannot away with. Even the calling of assemblies, even you know their their church service meetings were were an abomination to God because they had no relationship with Him. They were, um, you know, living in sin. God refers to them in in verse ten here. Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. Give ear to the Lord our God, ye people of Gomorrah. He was calling them wicked and and reprehensible and degenerate and evil and 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 because of that. Because of their their heart and the way they acted, you know, they they treated their religion um, as as kind of a a necessary, you know, habitual thing, and rather than um, 
a way to give glory and honor and revere their their god who who they claimed to love but but truly and in the way that they acted in the way that they believed in the way that they felt in their hearts they they had nothing to do with him um but they they kept the the holidays they they kept going to church they kept making the sacrifices but but god would have none of it if what they believed in their heart was was not in the right place and and so um because of this again this is another proof um and i'm, I'm gonna go a little off topic here but this is another proof that the, that god doesn't change um god's criteria for salvation was the same in the old testament as it was in the new testament and abraham believed and it was counted unto him for righteousness um it, it wasn't the sacrifices that they made it wasn't the church meetings it wasn't the holidays that they kept that that saved them it was their their heart it was how they felt about god it was whether they believed that that he was willing and able to to save them from their sins or not and if they believed that he was willing and able to save them from their sins then then it was counted unto them for righteousness if they believed it was counted unto them for righteousness the religious side of it the law side of it was was a, again a product of that belief um and a way for them to give glory and honor um to to the god who who had saved them and so because of of their belief because of their faith they were able to perform these sacrifices to have these assemblies to have these holidays as a way to glory um god and and to um show forth physically what they already believed spiritually what they already um knew and through faith but if you take away the faith aspect of that if you take away their belief and you only have the religion then it's it's a wrong and, and corrupted and disgusting version of what god has intended for us and it's not what what he has planned for us it's what they have put in place of faith and when we put things in place of faith instead of um what what god has given to us to come to him then god is he, he doesn't want that he he wants your your faith verse 14 your new moons and your appointed feasts my soul hateth they are trouble unto me i'm weary to bear them these religious rituals that they had um without their faith was was something that that god didn't want to see it, it was something that god was weary to bear it was something that that upset him that angers him and 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 makes him you know you you cannot take the the manner that god has given the faith banner that god has given for salvation and put something in place of it and expect him to save you god only provides us one way to heaven and it's through him and only through him can we can we come before him it's because of his grace and his love and his mercy and if we reject his grace and his love and his mercy for killing a cow or getting baptized or confessing our sins to a priest priest um then then we can't we can't come to him because jesus says i am the way the truth and the life no man cometh unto the father but by me and if we reject the the godhood um aspect of of what we we have in salvation if we reject the the truth that the only reason we can get to god is through god is through jesus then we're missing the whole point of, of salvation um and and we're we're putting these these rituals over the relationship that god has established for us the other thing is religion is a a set of rules um rather than than um than redemption through through god's grace it says so in in ephesians as we just read for by grace are you saved through faith and 
in that um in that grace that that God gives us we we have to understand that well why do we require grace because we're all sinners um because we've all fallen short of the glory of God because with without God we we all deserve death the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord that gift is grace God made the sacrifice on the cross for our sins now the only way we can um have that that God has established for us the only way that we can be in God's grace the only way that we can receive God's grace is by believing in him and only on him for our salvation and so if we put our works in the way if we put the the religious rules in our way and say you know you have to say 10 Hail Marys and you have to go to purgatory for X amount of time and you have to pay X amount in indulgences um, and I know I'm picking on Catholicism a lot right now it's it's because I um, I you know it's, it's, it's on my mind right now but um, we, when when we put these rules in front of in front of um, our relationship with God, when we put these rules in front of grace, we're we're neglecting the fact that we've fallen short of the glory of God, and we're trying to to build a ladder and and climb up to the glory of God through um, all these works that we do and all these rules that we follow. You know, I'm I'm the the cookie cutter Christian. I go to church every Sunday, every Wednesday. I um, I was baptized. Um, I, I don't use swear words. I don't drink. I don't smoke cigarettes. Um, I sing real loud out of the hymnal. Um, does that mean I'm saved? You know, I'm, I'm building up this ladder. I'm doing this work. I'm, I'm, um, singing the hymns. All right. There's a rung on the ladder. I'm, I was baptized. There's another rung on the ladder. I go to church every Sunday. There's another rung on the ladder. I go to outreach. I, I go knocking on doors. There's another rung on the ladder. Um, and, and we can keep adding rungs for, for as long as we want. But, you know, it's never going to be enough rungs on the ladder. We're never going to build a ladder big enough to to reach God. They they tried when they built the Tower of Babel. I'm babbling the word Babel. Um, they, they weren't, it, it wasn't sufficient. It, it wasn't able to reach God. And and when we put our rules, when we put our works in front of grace and, and we build these things up and promote them to the level of... Um, to the level that that God has given us a, through through faith, and and try and and put that in the place of of faith in Christ and trust in Christ, then then we're doing the same thing that that Nimrod did that that they did when they they built the the Tower of Babel. We're 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 trying to build our own way to get into heaven, and um you know God shut down what they did at the Tower of Babel, and if you are building up your own good works. And using that as a method to to try and reach heaven by yourself, if you're using your religion as a way to propel you into heaven, you're never going to get there. And and God won't allow you to, to come to him because your works are not sufficient. There is none righteous, no, not one. As it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. But God commendeth his love toward us that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Again, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. And so, even despite our sin, like it says, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Because of our sin, in spite of our sin, Christ sent his son, and he, or God sent his son, and his son died on the cross for us, so that we may be able to come before God and be blameless before him, and that we could um, 
have that relationship with God through Christ, and and through that relationship through Christ, we are able to have a relationship with God, and and God will see us as blameless. God will see us as He sees His Son. Jesus lived a perfect life and and paid the debt for our sin, so that we could come before Him. Uh, Romans eight twenty nine says, "For whom He did foreknow." He also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be firstborn among many brethren. You know, God knew that we would accept him, and and because of our acceptance of him, because we have decided to follow Jesus, because we have decided to put our faith in him, he conforms us to the image of his son, so that when he looks at us, he sees Jesus. When he looks at you, and he sees all that you've done, he, he doesn't see the sins that you've committed. He doesn't see, you know, what you did in the dark room. He doesn't see the the horrible, wicked things that you've done. He doesn't see the lies you've told or the things you've stolen. Um, but he also doesn't see the religious works that you've done. He doesn't see that, you know, you were baptized. He doesn't see that you went to church every Sunday. He doesn't see that you sang the hymns. He doesn't see that you didn't drink. He doesn't see that you didn't smoke. Um, he doesn't see that you didn't use swear words. He sees his son, Jesus, because only through Jesus Christ are we able to come to heaven. Only through his sacrifice on the cross are we able to come to heaven. Only through Jesus Christ are we able to have a relationship with God. And once we we have that relationship with God, then and only then are our good works um, as a product of our faith used and 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 seen by God. Then then God sees the the good that we do. Then God sees that we, that we go out and and we spread His word and not before then, because our works that we do um, before Christ are, as he said in, in Isaiah chapter 1, it's, it's an abomination. It makes him weary. He doesn't want the, the sacrifices. He doesn't want the assemblies. He doesn't want um, all these, these religious things you do. He doesn't want the religion. He wants the relationship with you. We can't allow religion to promote the, these rituals, these, these actions, these rules. Um, above the relationship with Christ, and we must recognize that we are sinners, and we have to be redeemed through God's grace. And religion is a um, most religion is a stumbling block in that area. If we if we put the religion before we put the relationship, instead of putting the relationship before the religion, um, then we've missed the 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 whole point of both. And and I do want to you know make that clear. I don't want to say that that religion is a bad thing. Um, I think. You know, I I know that when you are saved, you should be baptized. Um, it's a command. You should go to church. Um, you should have a, a, a good relationship with the people in your church. You should love them and, and, and spend time with them. You should go out and and do your best to, to talk to people about Christ Jesus and, and spread the message of the gospel. Um, you should, you know, get in your church and, and sing and 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 give praise to the Lord and worship and honor him you should pray you you ought to be in your bible and all these these things that that come with with christian religion are are good but they're only good after the relationship has has been established and and they're a way to to build that relationship and to, and to get closer to god everything that we do um through through the religion should should have the the goal and the purpose of getting close to God and and building that relationship because that's why God created us is because he wants to have a relationship with us he wants to love us he wants to care for us he wants to know what what our problems are he wants to know um, 
when we're happy. He wants us to praise him. He wants us to love him. He wants us to honor us. And he wants to love us. And he does um, enough to send his son to, to die for us. It's, it, it's amazing. You see, religion is always and will always come back vain. But God is not. And so when we put the, the religion in front of God, then we're working towards nothing. And we're building that ladder that, that amounts to absolutely nothing. And we're, we're not allowing God to, to showcase the, the perfect love that he has for us that he wants to show us. We're not allowing God to build that relationship that he wants to have with us. We're not allowing God to, to run towards us when we come back as, as, as the prodigal son. We're not allowing God to do these things that, that he wants to do for us. We're not allowing him to give us the blessings that he wants to give to us, but we, we're, we're making it so we're putting these, these works and these, these um, obsolete um, actions in front of him, these, these useless sacrifices in front of him saying, look, look, God, I did this for you. Um, and, and when we do that, you know, it, it, it's never enough. It'll never be enough to overcome the, the sin that we've committed. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And you and I are no exception. Um, there is none right, as it is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. And you and I are no exception. The only way we can come to Christ is not through vain religion, but through the sacrifice that his son made on the cross and through our faith in that sacrifice. So I know it was a, a shorter episode today, um, but next week we will get um, back on track with, with the, the episode on atheism. And we're going to talk about um, the, the way that, that our culture uses this, this principle of atheism and, and, and to um, fight against Christianity and to, to be a stumbling block to Christians. And we're going to talk about some of the beliefs that, that they hold, some of the, the evolutionary things and, and, and all that. Um, it's going to be a, a good episode. We have a, a great guest coming on. And we will see you next week on the Monarch Ministries podcast. As always, um, the link to join our Discord server and to be a part of our um, nightly devotionals is going to be in the, the description below. So I hope you're, you're able to join that. And thank you for listening. We'll see you next week.